Howdy, y'all. Welcome to The Daily Grind. I'm your host, John Spencer. It's Thursday, June 15th. Just grab a mug of your favorite brew and get ready to brew your brain. Uh, With a rundown on today's dates, some interesting historical facts, get ready to sharpen your wit as I toss out a few random, very random musings just to get all of our brain gears turning. Plus, I'll offer up some thoughts to ponder for us to enrich our faith as we focus on our walk with Jesus. Before we get this show on the road, I would like to thank you all for taking the time to join me on the Daily Grind. I appreciate the feedback that I have gotten from some of y'all. I'm taking it to heart. I know I'm on a learning curve and I am humbled by y'all's participation and joining me in this. Please keep me in your prayers uh, and I hope that you will continue to help me make the daily grind a better experience for us all. Well, let's get this show on the road. Well, now it's that time on the daily grind to brew your brain. It's Thursday, June 15th. And on June 15th and 1215, the signed and sealed Magna Carta guaranteed King John would respect feudal rights and privileges, uphold the freedom of the church within his kingdom. That's probably the same King John from the Robin Hood stories. On June 15th and 1520, Pope Leo X threatened to excommunicate Martin Luther. In 1667, the first human blood transfusion was administered. I bet the first donor found that draining. And in 1934, the Great Smoky Mountain National Park was founded. Now, June 15th is National Kiss a Wookiee Day. Now, I know most of us are going, uh, I don't know where I would find a Wookiee. Well, you won't find them around here. They are all in a galaxy fur, fur away. Today's also Lobster Day, Nature Photography Day, and Smile Power Day. You know, a smile makes your world a better place. And a smile is contagious. It can make everyone else perk up. So share some of those today. Well, now it's that time on the Daily Grind to sharpen your wit. When you think about it, the Leaning Tower of Pisa is truly italicized. I don't know if you've ever thought about it, but whenever Flash leaves Star Labs, papers seem to fly everywhere. I mean, I thought those people were supposed to be smart. you think they would have learned to use paperweights when he's around. You know, when I was younger, you used to be able to get air for free at gas stations. But now you have to pay for it. Well, that's inflation for you. Did you know that if you're right-handed, you can brush your teeth with your left hand? But a toothbrush works better. And now it's that time on the Daily Grind to enrich our faith. J.I. Packer, in his book, Knowing God, says that adoption is the highest privilege of the gospel. 
the traitors forgiven, brought in for supper, given the family name. Being right with God, the judge is great, but being loved and cared for by God, the father is even greater. Through the death of Jesus, we cannot only be forgiven, but also adopted into God's family. That means we know God is our father. In Luke 15, verses 11 through 32, we really get a picture of what our Heavenly Father is like in that regard. It's a pretty familiar parable. It's the story that most of us know as the prodigal son. I really think, though, it might more accurately be called the parable of the prodigal sons. Or really, I think it should be called the parable of the extravagant, loving father. So when the younger son asked for his share of his father's estate while he's still alive, first of all, the father was just willing. He gave that boy what he asked for. And that kid took off and wasted all his money. Then he remembered when he was destitute, how well his father's servants were treated. You know, they had plenty of food. And that rebellious son, it says, came to his senses and he returned. And it's like the father had been waiting for him. And what did he say when his son came home? Well, you good for nothing, you dumb kid. I hope you learned your lesson. No, he didn't say any of those things. He was filled with compassion. And he ran to him like nobody ever dared before and he showed his affection by hugging him and kissing him and the father not only clothed him but he dressed him up like royalty he didn't just give him something to eat he gave him the best food he threw a pretty extravagant party but the father was also generous to the older son He didn't leave that older boy in his self-pity. No, he went out to talk to him. He wanted him to be a part of that celebration. You know, we, when we read this story, I always try to put myself in the parables who I am in this story. You know, am I the prodigal son that, wanted what he didn't deserve and squandered it, you know, or am I the older brother who really tends to look back with, uh, self-righteous judgment? Um, I think when you read it, you kind of wonder why Jesus would talk about the older brother at all on a surface level. It almost feels like it's an interruption. Uh, like an unnecessary add-on. I mean, Jesus was telling a story about the lost sheep, and then he was telling a story about a lost coin, and now he's telling a story about a lost son. But then he goes, but meanwhile, the older brother was in the field. I mean, it's kind of a letdown. But I, you got to know, he's telling this story to the Pharisees and the law teachers, um, And there was no doubt, probably in their minds, 
that that grumbling older son was meant to represent them because they couldn't find any joy in the repentance of sinners because of their own self-righteousness and pride and anger. And so while Jesus was telling about this wayward son, those Pharisees were probably disgusted by his actions. I mean, that kid didn't care about his father at all. He just wanted money and he took off and he partied without any thought about his family or his father until he had found himself broke and destitute and feeding pigs. They probably had a response. And Jesus mentions that later in Luke 18, where they felt like they should be praying, God, I thank you that I'm not like that. So when the older son in this parable tells his father, all these years, I've been working hard for you. I've never disobeyed you, but I've never had this or I've never had that. You know, the Pharisees were probably saying, well, yeah, now somebody in this story we can relate to because he's the good one. Um, But Jesus threw in a description of the older brother to make it really clear that the younger brother wasn't the only son in this story who showed disrespect to his father. Both of them were lost and they both needed to be found. In the parable, the father actually went looking for the older brother, just like the shepherd looked for the lost sheep, just like the woman searched for the lost coin till she found it. In this story, the one brother who was truly lost was the one who thought that he wasn't. It was the one who didn't realize his need. That's the one that the father went out to look for. Tim Keller in his book, The Prodigal God, says that most of us fall into one of two categories. We're either a younger brother type that's adventurous and risk-taking and don't trust institutions like government and religion and we're free to break rules and want to experience everything life has to offer and younger types sin and they do it big and they do it bold and everybody knows it. But there's an older brother type that are rule followers and people pleasers. They have steady, predictable jobs and they hold traditional values. Uh, They're not big on taking risks. Um, they see themselves as the good ones and the other types as the bad ones. And they really think if everybody could just be more like me, the world would be a better place. But I think this story of Jesus, this parable reminds us that the ones who are truly lost sometimes are the ones who just don't see their own need. And we need to look at the traits of that elder brother and make sure that we don't fall into those traps of pride and resentment, indignation, uh, that often manifest, you know, is anger and callousness. That older brother thought because he followed the rules, he deserved a blessing. You know, Father's Day is coming up. Some of us were really fortunate to have a dad that enriched our lives. 
Some of us, though, had dads that deprived us of what we needed from him or worse still, uh, mistreated us. But whatever experience we had from our earthly fathers, man, I hope you know this morning that you have a perfect heavenly father who wants to provide perfect wisdom and instruction, perfect affection, and a perfect example. Because he is and he will continue to be our father, our Abba. And when we get a hold of that, we can lean into the truth that we are God's child, that God is our father, that eternity in the presence of God is our destination. It's my home. And that every day here on this place that isn't our home is just one day nearer to that reality. And that, and this is mind blowing, that Jesus, the Lord of all, and our Savior is my brother. And that means that every other follower of Jesus is my brother or my sister too. Brennan Manning and Abba Father says it like this, define yourself radically as one beloved by God. That is the true self. That is who you really are. If you know Jesus this morning, what defines you is being radically beloved by God. Every other identity that you might cling on to is just an illusion. Grace and peace to you. Father, thank you that your love doesn't play favorites, that your love reaches out not only to the prodigal in a lost distant place, but also to the pharisaical lost just outside your doorstep. I'm thankful for the things that you do to bring us to our sense of needing you and that Lord, you give forgiveness and restoration and you lavish it upon us um, when we need it the most and deserve it the least. Father, today, just gather both the prodigal part of ourselves and the critical part of ourselves into your loving arms. And Lord, bring us all home in a way that we can experience the reality of you as our Father. And we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a great Thursday, and I will see you tomorrow on The Daily Grind.